Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are two sisters who recently joined the Poshmark app and are getting started on our reselling journey. We will be sharing our best tips and tricks along the way, as well as setting goals and updating our progress as we turn our hobby into profits. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sisters Who Posh. Today's episode, we will be talking about growing your Poshmark closet. So we've been on Poshmark now almost like a year and a half, closing in on a year and a half, and (laughs) (laughs) rounding up a little. But yeah, that's like something now we feel like we can give some tips on, on how you can increase your number of listings and get more consistent sales and just vamp up your closet. Definitely. So before we get into all of that, what's new with you? Not too much new. September started off pretty strong. Been listing a lot of fall items. That's pretty much all I'm sourcing now. And but but probably my biggest update is I've been out of the paper that I use for my thank you cards. I probably ran out in like the middle of July. And I finally made it over to Hobby Lobby and picked up a new pack of scrapbook paper. And now I'm going to be printing out my thank you cards again, which I posted about this on my Instagram before, how I make them. But I just basically use scrapbook paper. And then I just use a regular computer printer and print like thank you on the side that has the colorful print. And then on the back of the uh, scrapbook paper, it's just like plain white. And then I just have a little pre-printed message that says, hope you like your purchase and some information about my Poshmark closet as well as our podcast. So nice. I'm pumped. Like my old scrap of paper I was using, I had a big book of it um, that I bought like maybe like, maybe like three years ago now. And it had all these different cute prints, but I obviously used all the cutest prints first. So for like the last six months, it was just down to the bottom of the barrel of like the prints (laughs) that I've been not that excited to use. And, but I was forcing myself. I'm like, I'm going to use them all up. So I literally used the entire scrapbook book, paper book. And then now I have a fresh, fresh book of scrapbook paper and the prints are so cute. And like, even on some of the pages, it has, I think it's like meant to be thank you cards or something. Like there's like some that are all different prints on one page. And then it's like, you can cut them mm-hmm. out. They're like little squares. One of them is even like perforated. So those oh, wow. I can even just like write a little message on the back, but then the, the actual scrapbook paper itself, like I really like all the prints. There's like one that has like zebras, some like flowers, some like cool geometric prints. And I got the whole pack of 48 pages for like four or five dollars oh wow so and that'll probably last me another like three years so (laughs) good investment (laughs) lobby yeah yeah so they have like you can you could do it either way like you could go to like walmart or or uh michael's or hobby lobby or any craft store and they they sell like single scrapbook papers for like 25 cents a page or something so you could do that but i like to buy these like booklets um and then you get like a whole variety of different prints and it's like cheaper per page nice. that way. 
Um, the only downside is you have to cut them down. I have to cut them down to like an eight and a half by 11 size. Mm, so it fits nice. in my printer, but I mean, it's pretty easy to do a few of them. And then I print like nine per page. You could even print more per page. Honestly, if you made the font a little smaller and it lasts a long time and it's pretty easy and cheap. And it, I think they look really cute when they're done. I posted about it on my Instagram before, and I think I'm going to make a reel. So yeah. that, should, that should be up by the time. Um, this episode goes up of just like kind of how I do it. But yeah, I like nice. doing it that way for thank you cards. Cause then they're cute. They don't have, to, I don't have to like do any, like once they're all batched out, it's really easy to just grab and throw in the packages and not have to put too much thought or time into it. Right. Um, but yeah, I know. I also like want to make, I have like a few ideas to make some reels. I kind of want to do a reel of, <laughs> of like a tour of my Poshmark room. And yeah, I made like an outfit one the other week. I kind of want to do another one of those. Cause I've been like, I feel like ever since I made them now I'm being served all these like outfit reels on my Instagram. So <laughs> I kind of want to make some more of those. I've been having a couple ideas there. Kind of fun. Nice. Well, I'll definitely be watching the thank you cards reel because I I need to do that. That's a really good idea. Yes. Yeah. Like you were saying, just doing it all at once kind of, you know, makes yeah, it easy. If you, if you think like, I think I, for my reel, I cut out, I, I picked like seven of the different prints of paper and cut them down to size. And then I'll just have to print out seven sheets back in front. Yeah. And each of them will make nine thank you cards so in probably like 30 minutes of work I'll have like 63 thank you notes that I can use for the next however my next 63 sales so however long that takes yeah That's awesome. and then once you once you cut up the paper I mean and you have all the I mean I just save the file like that has like yeah. yeah the template and then you pretty much just have to cut out the paper and just print them off and chop them up and I I you could spend a lot of time like perfectly like making sure they're all the same size as each other but like that doesn't super matter to me so no. I really just like go fast and cut them out there's sometimes like the rectangles of the actual thank you cards are like slightly different shapes and stuff sometimes but... they're rhombuses <laughs> yeah people are only getting one so it's fine <laughs> they'll never know Love the difference it. Sometimes they're like business card size. Sometimes they're like a little bit bigger. Like you never know. <laughs> Sometimes it's not exactly centered, but I try my best. Luck of the draw. Luck of the draw. But what's new with you this week? So last week on the podcast, it was revealed that you have your notifications off. Yes. <laughs> for podcast. So I decided to try that this week by turning my notifications off. And, like, to be honest, I'm not really sure what the result is because it kind of – it was totally fine on the weekends, you know, like, the weekend days because I was still, like, really active in Poshmark and stuff, which is pretty normal for me. Yeah. Then it got to the weekdays (laughs) and, like, I totally forgot about Poshmark. (laughs) (laughs) Did you, like, miss any offers? That would be, like, the one thing. No. let's be real I didn't yeah (laughs) but it was like usually I would like check it a couple times during the day like when I'm eating lunch or just in between stuff and like this week I just like checked it like at night I was like oh yeah I forgot (laughs) like didn't do anything but I still had a couple sales like during the week which is like pretty normal for me I don't usually make a ton of sales like on weekdays I mean kind of depends on the week too but 
but yeah it was like I kind of liked that where I wasn't like on my phone as much but also like I, was, I probably could have done more to like you know um keep my business going during the week so I think I'm going to try it another week with it off now that I've kind of like <laughs> know that about myself where I was like if yeah I don't get the notifications I might just forget uh but yeah it's kind of been a fun experiment it, it's it's different not getting all those notifications for the shares <laughs> like yeah that about. is nice you do have to remember to check in on your own though yeah I'm not sure if this is like good advice to, for us to be giving where it's like, just ignore it. But I know, that is honestly what, what I do because I mean. it's just too much having your phone blow up all the time for me. Yeah. And like on the weekends, I think it's really good because like that's when I'm really focused on the Poshmark. So I'm like in and out of the app a lot anyway. So I don't really notice a difference. But man, just the the work hours really just forget yeah. about it. <laughs> Jury's out on if, what my uh, final conclusion is, if I'll turn it back on or not. I'm almost yeah. thinking, like, turn it on on certain days or something. I don't know. But that might be I'm a just like too much. So <laughs> a notorious, like, I'm bad at texting back. Like, I just don't really <laughs> like having – I don't know. I just don't like always having to know exactly what's going on on my phone all the time. Like, I, I'm, I still go on my phone, like, a lot. Like, I'm a normal person in 2021. But yeah. I'm, like – sometimes it's just like I don't like getting all the notifications all the time yeah. and I feel like you have to answer right then or do something so for me I like right. having them off but I don't know if it's the best for the business all the time to not exactly yeah. know what's going on <laughs> and then also this week just kind of more of a funny thing so you know on closet clear out days when someone you send them the message and it kind of ends with like, hey, I can drop the price to this amount with the $4.99 shipping. Are you interested? And then you kind of wait. And mm -hmm. then a lot of time, or, you know, sometimes they say like, yes, that'd be awesome. I'm interested. And we call that like when they're like on the hook. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it was one of those days and um, my husband was doing something downstairs and I was like upstairs and I kept like running back because like obviously you have to tell someone anytime you potentially someone's on the sale, hook right yeah. yeah so I was running back and forth I mean like someone's on the hook da, 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 like just being super weird and then I was like if they buy it because like, I'm going back upstairs but if they buy it I'm gonna yell Kalabunga really loud <laughs> why <laughs> and then I did and now I've been doing it every time I make a sale <laughs> anywhere in the house I don't know it's a really fun for me right now like keeping it fun but that's celebrate that was one of our tips on the motivation episode a couple yeah. back that was like <laughs> celebrate the sales and if yelling cowabunga gets the hype going <laughs> maybe try it out <laughs> It kind of reminds me of that um, video that was going around a while ago that like that like small business person, every time they rang the bell, it meant they like made a sale and yes. they, like, rang it so many times because I still want to get one of those. Me too. <laughs> and Bjorn was like, did you actually make a sale or are you just yelling? <laughs> but you can only like you can only do that when it's appropriate. So, oh, my gosh, but. that's like. 
this isn't really the same, but it's reminding me too, just of other ways to celebrate a sale where I still want us to print out the blank maps of like the United States. We can like color yes. in all the states we've sold. We need to do that this week. Like we have yes. to. That's a yes. weekly goal. Next week we'll check back. Goals update. <laughs> ever since we, I know we talked about it. One of the times when we were looking at our inventory reports, cause you can like see all the different states in a tab there. And then again, recently you made a Instagram story that was showing how on pirate ship, there's like a map yes. that shows you the states you've sold to. So it's like, we need to compile this. And I would just, I've seen other resellers where they have like a, or even not resellers, but like any small business owner where they have like a map and then like you just color in all the states that you've sold to. We need to do that. I feel like it'll be super motivating, like decor to have just sitting up like, oh, I've, I've shipped to 30 states or something. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be a lot of states. I think so too. I'm like, what if we've already done all 50 and we didn't even know? And then we're Ooh. like, we're Dumb. filling it in and we're just like, oh my gosh, like I just need <laughs> New Jersey. And then we get it. Oh. <laughs> We'll How see. many we'll states do you think you've shipped to? I have no idea. I never look at it except for. I feel I like know, I, I see the Alaska same one states my... a lot. Like I always Florida. see New York, California. I always like get a little excited when like I sell something to someone like in Arizona because I'm in Arizona. Oh, I love so that. that. Kind of catches yeah. my eye. Um, whenever someone's whenever we sell to like Wisconsin or Minnesota, I always note that because like we used to live in right. Minnesota and we're from Wisconsin, so like obviously we used to live there too. But I don't know. So fun. I think it's got to be over half. Easy. I think so, too. Especially if it's, like, a, in the last, like, we've been on Poshmark kind of a while now. So it's, like, I wonder if we, we might have them all, honestly. <laughs> all right. I kind of feel like we have them all. You're going I'm closing all. in on a okay. thousand sales. Like, come on. They're true. Odds are. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Well, we'll have to report back next week of how many states we've shipped to. And post some pictures of the maps colored in. Yes. I'm, I'm so putting excited. That I might do my to-do list. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm like, right after we are done recording, I might have to print that I'm off. like printing it out right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So our next segment is our newest segment, which is our listener win. Every week we want to celebrate one of your guys' wins. Someone who's listened to the podcast and had something great happen in their reselling business. And this week we had two people um, reach out and they both had like a very similar win. So we wanted to group them together. We had um, Jenny Dress Love and Thrifter Sisters Podcast, which is another reselling podcast. Um, I believe it's Lindsay that runs the account. They both sent messages that were similar saying that they had had uh, a buyer leave them a really nice review on their item. So we'll read through both of the messages here. Um, so Lindsay from Th Thrifter Sisters podcast wrote that she received two extremely nice reviews from buyers this week. People rarely write anything. It made her happy to know that they loved their purchase so much. And then um, Jenny's dress love said getting, she got a really nice review from someone really pumped. It really pumped her up and kept her going. And that's so true. Cause I feel like, I mean, yeah, some, you get five star ratings a lot, I feel like, but it's like without the message, it just doesn't mean as much, you know, like when, when you have someone that took the time to be like, Oh my gosh, I love this dress or something like that. That, that always makes me have a good day too. So I totally agree with both of them about that. Yeah, especially when it's things that were like 
really in your control like oh they shipped it so fast or like the packaging was so cute and things like that yeah makes my day too yeah or if they're like oh I love this like I'm gonna wear this to my vacation next week or something like when they kind of have a personal story I feel like that's always kind of cute too or like it's exactly what I wanted like yes perfect condition (laughs) amazing seller love you xoxo yeah (laughs) totally agree well congrats ladies on the on the great reviews you're killing it love it awesome well that brings us to our Q&A segment where we read a listener question on the podcast and give our thoughts. So this week we received an email from Vicky and she wrote, hi, Taylor and Maddie. I've been listening to your podcast since the beginning. Oh, that's so cool. (laughs) And you have been my best source on how to do all of this. And I love it. And I love listening to your podcast. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying to have a Labor Day sale for the first time. I've been Googling all sorts of questions, but cannot find answers. So I'm asking for your help. I want to hold my first sale. Buy one, get one 50% off. Nice. I found a YouTube where someone suggested listing your sale title cost at a very high price, like $100,000 so nobody actually buys that listing. When I do this, it free shipping by Poshmark and which she's not intending will this sale I don't want to make an error any suggestions would be helpful I've also searched for your closets on Poshmark and without success you two are genuine and funny and maybe reaching out again for advice thank you so much so that's such a nice email I know Thanks, Vicky, for emailing us. This is so sweet. So, yeah, I love that she's trying to have a sale. Her we really recommend one. having a sale. Yeah. <laughs> I think buy one, get one 50% off. That's a great idea. It's, like, easy to understand. Like, it's not overly complicated or anything. I I understand what she's saying about the listing that's kind of like marketing the sale, I think is what she's talking about there and having that listed at like a high price. So no one just accidentally buys that, (laughs) which totally makes sense. Sometimes we list it at like $0. Yeah. So I I think what she's saying is that she has, she tried the the method of just listing like just the sale card. It's not an actual item for sale. And it's just saying like, Hey, my closet this weekend is buy one, get one half off. And she's listing that listing at $100,000. That way no one actually buys it. Right. And then it's it's showing that that listing is offering free shipping. And I think, Vicky, that's just because when when you have a listing over a certain dollar amount, I'm not sure what it is, but like more expensive listings, then Poshmark just covers the shipping for you automatically as like a feature of Poshmark. So I wouldn't worry about that. I think no one's going to buy it at that price. And, and most people that are on Poshmark understand that that's just a slide showing that you're having a sale Um, I would consider changing that to a lower price just so it doesn't show the free shipping just so people don't get confused like her sale is buy one get one half off and free shipping you know what I mean where like that could be a little confusing I think most people would be able to like 
figure it out. I don't think it'll hold you back too much, but if you wanted to get rid of that, yeah, then you could just lower the price. Maybe lower it to, I guess it wouldn't exactly make sense. Yeah, yeah, just like $100 or something like that, or even like $50 since it's like a 50% off sale to sort of like have the number 50 Mm. to kind of like go along with it. I think when I ran my $25 sale, I made mine $25 just so it would like kind of catch people's eye if they were looking at that. But... (laughs) And then I think just in the in the actual description, you could just write like, this listing's not for sale. This is just a promotion. Yeah. Um, do not buy. I've seen people do that where they kind of spell that out. But either way, I think it's good to have the card. And I wouldn't super worry about if it says free shipping, to be honest. I think I see what you're saying. But the main point of it is just so you can share it and get the word out about your sale. And it's still doing its job there. Yeah. Awesome. And then for your second question, just to highlight our Poshmark closet, if you do want to search us on Poshmark, my closet is at shop Taylor J spelled. Um, the J is spelled J A E. So you can find me there. And then Maddie. Mine is at shop with Maddie 27 and I spell Maddie M A D D Y. And we don't have a, closet called like sister supage <laughs> no we don't have a shared <laughs> that closet could the, that could be the confusion too <laughs> we have considered it if we ever get a palette <laughs> yeah making like a separate closet just for like our shared items but yeah we have separate inventory so we don't have one together so maybe if you were searching us as sister supage that'd be why we weren't showing up right It is fun. Once in a while, we get messages from listeners on our podcast being like, hey, I'm a listener. You know, not really. I'm just like, when we get those messages. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, yes. Hi. (laughs) Awesome. Well, hope we were able to help. And definitely, yeah, reach out if you have any more questions or just stay in touch. We love hearing from you guys. All right. So, next up, we are bringing to you live our Posh News Update. Give you an update on what's going on in the Poshmark app, any new features, or what's going on in the reseller community. Okay, so for Posh News Update this week, we are back on our Mercari news updates. (laughs) (laughs) Stepping away from Posh for a second, um, I saw that Mercari is doing a promotion right now. So actually, when this airs, I think it will already be over, but (laughs) it's basically like a listing challenge that Mercari's having. If you list 30 items, then they will give you a $20 off coupon to use as to purchase something on Mercari. And I think there's like tiers with it. So if you only list 10 items, then you get like a $5 coupon or something like that. So even if you don't have 30 items to list, um, you could still get some type of kickback to shop on Mercari. And I thought this was actually really cool because, first of all, I need to get some more things cross-listed on Mercari, so I'm always (laughs) looking for a little extra incentive. (laughs) And then Maddie, I was telling Maddie about this when we were writing the outline, and she let me know that this is not the first time they've done this promotion, and this is something that they do occasionally. So we wanted to let you guys know to be on the lookout. We might have even reported before. (laughs) I have no memory of that if we did. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So I thought this was like new info. So (laughs) I mean, I'm not the most active on Mercari. So I guess maybe that was just 
again notifications off notifications (laughs) off but there's three days left to get 30 listings up and i think i'm going to do it because i don't know what i would buy but i have had my eye on one thing on mercari this is like totally a weird item but i've been really wanting one of those um it's like a sound machine and then it's also like an alarm clock that has like a light (laughs) so that like instead of an alarm sound it like Oh, slowly, slowly, like, makes, like, a sunrise, like, lights up your room. And they're, like, expensive on Amazon. They're, like, $150, I think, or, like, $130. And I'm, like, I just can't bring myself to buy it. But I was looking them up on Mercari. They're, like, the hatch sound machine um, alarm clock with the sun. I don't know exactly what the (laughs) name of it is. But, yeah, people are selling them for, like, $90. And then – or they are listed at $90. And then I see them sold for, like, $65 a lot. That's, like, more than half off the original price. And if I had a $20 coupon, it was only $40? Oh, my gosh. I might have to pull the trigger. Love it. If they have one with the local shipping, definitely do that. (laughs) Oh, so we can (laughs) test it out. Great idea. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I've been keeping an eye on that. That's been, like – the one thing I've been wanting, my my husband Rick, he recently switched shifts at work. He used to always be on like more of a mid shift where he went in at like ten or eleven every day, and now he's been going in at six a.m. That is an adjustment for us. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like no, a really. could really help. <laughs> yeah, we're in different time zones, and I'm two hours ahead of you. And I text you in the morning and most of the times you're already up. It's like 6 a.m. your time and you're like, I know. Texting back. <laughs> I'm like a natural, like if I'm in my natural state, I'm a night owl. Like I'm not a morning person. I've always been able to sleep in like, yeah. so it is, it's just like, a, and Rick is the same way. So it's a very big adjustment to be like, suddenly I'm, we're literally up at like 5.30 every day. Well, I'm up at 5.30. Rick's up earlier. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck (laughs) (laughs) so yeah if you have your eye on anything in mercari keep an eye out for that promotion definitely i'll keep you posted if i get the alarm clock (laughs) please do (laughs) all right so that brings us to the main section of today's episode growing your closet how do you do it like what's the best way to go about it all of the good stuff Yes. So our first tip is the most obvious. If you want to grow your closet and make more sales, add more items, get more <laughs> listings active. And I think a big thing that gets in the way of people, I mean, it's, it sounds simple. Be like, just go thrifting, go more, done. but like <laughs> done and done, <laughs> done and done, go shop. But obviously if you're just starting your closet and you're wanting to scale to have like more more income coming out of your Poshmark closet. Sometimes you don't have like a ton of disposable income to reinvest into your Poshmark to get it rolling. So we wanted to highlight some ways to add inventory to your closet in a way that's like super low cost of goods. Yeah. We've done this in the past when we've been trying to bulk up our active listings number on Poshmark. So sometimes like the best way to do that is to get a, like a big chunk of inventory that all of it is like very low cost of goods yes because it can be scary to like put a lot of money into this especially if you're just starting out and you're like I don't really know 
you know? Yeah. So. And I think both of us, we've from the beginning been really careful to always make sure that like we're in the green or cash positive. We're not like going into like the right. red to make money on Poshmark. And I think people getting started, especially if you go on Instagram, you could see all these people doing, doing reselling full time and you could, you know, decide like, okay, I'm going to spend X amount of money and then get a whole bunch of listings and then try to like make your money back. But for, for us, I think the best way to start is to like start small and work your way up. And if you are wanting to like beef up your closet, then look for a way where you can get really low cost inventory. So that way you can still like quickly bulk it up, but you're not like overspending more than you've actually made on your Poshmark. Definitely. So some of our go-to spots for finding low cost inventory are the goodwill bins yes we have a whole episode about them so check it out it's one of my personal faves because it's kind of a funny one (laughs) yes you pay by the pound it's about a dollar 50 a pound so you can definitely get a lot of good inventory there for a really low price you just kind of have to work a little harder for it I feel like even if there's not a bins super close to you or a Goodwill outlet clearance center, whatever they're called, you, it would be worth taking a road trip if you really were serious about wanting to get an infusion of super low cost listings and there's a bins like four hours away, maybe take a day trip or something. Yeah, definitely. Another good spot to find low cost inventory is shopping the Goodwill, the normal Goodwill's. Shopping the sales. So depends on the Goodwill. Sometimes they have like dollar day sales, half off sales, customer appreciation. Just check your store to see kind of what the sales are there. But knowing when those are and just really kind of giving it your all those days if you can would be a great way to get some extra low cost inventory for your Poshmark. Yes. Um, another spot to shop, we talk about all the time, Play-Doh's Closet or any really buy, sell, trade store. Every month or two, it seems like the Play-Doh's is having a sale where they keep escalating the clearance and it gets up to 90% off, which is ends up being similar to the bins where it's like a dollar per item. Yeah. Uh, so checking out those sales, Play-Doh's Closet, or like even retail arbitrage, checking like the yellow tag sale. You can sometimes find like really good brands for like a really cheap price there yeah. too. At so like just, Marshalls and TJ Maxx. Yeah. Being aware of when the sales are so that way you can get things at like the best price possible. That's a good way to get an infusion of new items for a good deal. Definitely. And you can always look at your own closet too. If there's clothes that you have you know bought in the past but maybe you're not really wearing them as much anymore it might be time to list those on your Poshmark and we do this I'd say every couple months of like looking through our closet and grabbing a few things and putting them up on Poshmark if nothing it it like gives you an incentive to like wear the shirt so like right before this Taylor was showing me her new inventory and she's like, Oh, and this sweater's from my closet. I still like it, but you know, da, 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 I might list it. I and... like never wear it, but as soon as I steamed it, I'm like, mm, I kind of like it. Yeah. <laughs> you have the pictures with the good lighting and everything. It's like, Oh, maybe I will wear this, you know, a couple more times until it sells or, or just keep it, you know? 
Yeah, I think all all of these ways of getting low cost of goods or even free cost of goods, if you're looking in your own closet for personal items, um, it's great to have an infusion of low cost inventory. Even if even let's say you're doing great, you're killing it with your sales and you're not really having cash flow issues where you're going to be in the red if you start overspending too much on inventory. Like I feel I still feel like it's a good part of any reselling business to do it at least once in a while, a good infusion of like really low cost goods. Cause that just gives you more flexibility to accept offers from people at like a really good price. Um, or we've had it in the past where like, we're having people send us a offer on like a bundle and it'll be like, okay, one newer thing that we were maybe hoping to get a little more for, but then it's like bundled with like an item from the bins that gives both of us a lot more peace of mind about like accepting a little bit lower of an offer than maybe we'd want to. It's just good to have those low cost items in your closet to help bring the average cost down for like your Definitely. whole closet. Definitely. And it helps you kind of consistently list too, yes. which we totally think there's something with the algorithm with that. Yeah. We've done it. In new listings, which you've done really consistently the last, like somewhere here for a couple yeah, months. Yeah. It's like, I feel like we've done it both ways where if you like go sourcing and then you like list like 25 to 50 items all in one day or like spacing them out a little bit, there's something to it where maybe it's in my head or and maybe it's different shop to shop, but see what works for your closet. But I feel like there's something algorithmic on Poshmark where like if you're having constant activity in the app every day, it helps like you make more consistent sales. So having a few low cost items, that way you can kind of, sprinkle in more more listings going active all the time does help yes definitely another thing to keep in mind with growing your closet is it does take time and our advice would be to as much as you can like let it grow organically so you're not just buying a bunch of stuff that because you want a bigger closet I think naturally when you get into reselling, it's super fun to like do the sourcing aspect of it. So kind of naturally you get better at the sourcing and start picking up more items because you know more brands, you know what to be on the lookout for and stuff. So it kind of happens a little bit organically that way. Definitely and like add more sourcing trips to your schedule so if you're going like once a week you could try going twice a week or like I'm trying now to go to like Plato's Closet and the Salvation Army not just like going to one place so that would be a good way to grow your closet too of just trying to like diverse where you're getting the items from like we said but some of it just has to be organic too so you're really only getting will eventually sell for a good price. You know what I mean? Totally. I feel like I can think of times early on when I'm trying to get my listings up. And we've talked about this before too, where like, if you're trying to force it too much being like, okay, I'm going to go thrifting today and get X amount of items. Cause I need to get to this amount of listings. You kind of end up not all the time, but it's easier to end up making like poor decisions <laughs> as yeah. far as what you're actually sourcing. And you might pick up some things that you would normally probably pass on if you were being a little more honest with yourself and doing your full due diligence with research. But I, like, I think that's really a good advice that you just gave where if you are trying to beef up your closet and get more active listings, rather than trying to go to a thrift store once and trying to get more items out of one trip, 
trying to go more frequently sourcing, then you yeah. can... Yeah, it takes the pressure off them. Yeah, yeah. So maybe if, if you're serious about growing your closet, then do a challenge where, you know, I mean, it'll be a, a little bit bigger of an investment of time. But even if you're part-time being like, I'm going to every day after work this week, just go for 30 minutes to this thrift store or like, you yeah. know, go to go to more thrift stores more often rather than going to one thrift store one day a week and trying to like make trying make to it like force it to be like the lucky trip because sometimes it's just not sometimes there's nothing there and you gotta just know when to leave <laughs> definitely our next tip is to make sure you're having daily activity especially when it comes to Poshmark but really like any platform there's definitely like seller activity that can help like boost your sales and sometimes if you focus too much on just like getting new listings and getting active listings, you always want to kind of counterbalance that and make sure that you're still doing the basics. You're still sharing your closet. You're still making sure you're sending offers to everyone who likes an item. Like I, I know that's kind of like basic advice, but it works. It's, it's kind of the tried and true advice for a reason. And if you're growing your closet and you're wanting to make more consistent sales, I feel like that's like, the holy grail thing you can do is of course look for you know quality new inventory but also make sure that you're putting your effort into the, the inventory you already have listed by sharing it every day multiple times and sending out the messages and doing everything in your power to sell the items that you do have definitely that kind of flows into the next point we have you know like we said the easy answer would be like, oh, you want to grow your closet? Just go buy more stuff. But that's yeah. like not always the smartest option and, you know, the most cost effective option either. So if you're having cash flow problems or you're just like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't want to just put more money into this. And you tried kind of like those low cost options we talked about. Definitely think about revamping the listings that you do already have. Like Taylor mentioned, like you already did invest in these items that are currently sitting in your home. So might as well do as much as you can to like get these ones to sell. So like taking new, taking new pictures, maybe like steaming the items or doing the, our mom trick of throwing it in the dryer with a towel that's wet to get the wrinkles out. So they're really fresh for the photos and, you know, revamping the descriptions too would be an idea just to get, to get the cash flow moving with the items that you already have. Definitely. I think I know for us, it's like the longer you're on, the longer you do anything, obviously the better you get at it. So it's like with reselling, it's exactly the same. So it's always good to kind of look back at your old listings with your new knowledge that you have now, because you could probably do a better job of, you know, taking the photos and doing the descriptions now than you did three months ago, even when you listed it. And I know sometimes like, I'm like, oh, like sometimes it's like items that you have listed in your closet for a long time that still aren't selling. And sometimes it's like, for me, I'm thinking like, Oh, I like kind of overpaid for that item. I probably wouldn't even buy that anymore. And now I don't want to spend even more of my time, like touching dealing and like with dealing with the same yeah. item. Cause like the value is going down. Cause now I'm putting all this time into it. But on the flip side, like sometimes you have to do that. And sometimes this is the 
items that you've already paid for and some items just need like more help getting yeah line. <laughs> like yeah there's some like I feel like a lot of the items that we pick up nowadays it's like we feel like okay unless we're taking a big gamble on some these items are going to sell in the next couple months we feel pretty good about that but it's like helping those older items along yeah or even trying new things with them like maybe um, if they are items that you've had for a while and, and they're really not moving, like, can you pair them with other items in your closet and do like a bundle of things that all kind of go together? Like, I, I think I'm thinking of like in your closet, you had like some of your husband's clothes and like matching like men's size medium shirts in a group together. Yeah, like and making sometimes- little bundles in your own closet of things that go together. Like I'm thinking about even doing that for some of my like more like professional wear that I just don't really wear anymore of like making yeah. like a women's size mediums like business wear and then like do a smalls or large or whatever they work out to be just like in just trying to make it a little more marketable I've had it too where I'm looking at my listings and there's one that I've had for a while that I'm just like surprised it hasn't sold and I've like searched for the item on Poshmark and I've noticed that like I'm missing like a key description that like everyone else with this item has that like or like the style name or something right and like it makes it more searchable for people so I've it's good to revisit and see if if there's something you could improve like that yeah or like if you're looking at and like you're just looking at the picture and then you go to the Poshmark search search what you would search today to find that and if yours doesn't come up right away like you definitely got to look at the description because I've had that yeah a couple times recently you probably you you kind of build your vocabulary of some of the like details of yeah. pieces as you go so it's like sometimes you got to go back and look at your old pieces because now you can do a better job describing them um exactly and knowing the certain terms I'm thinking too, if you do try out doing some of those like smaller bundles of like, like women's business professional clothes or like workout clothes or things that yeah. you can kind of categorize together, that's a great way too to get more eyes on the same pieces. Cause you could still leave the listings of them like separately up too, and then have them like in a bundle. I'm thinking like how kind of with like with your outdoor voices sets, how yeah. you would I have basically have, all the different ways. Yeah. And it's kind of the same idea where it's like, okay, this it's not getting much action on its own, but maybe if I put it in a bundle, then there's a chance. Someone, you're just like increasing the different ways people could search for it and find your item and make a sale. Exactly. Another thing to try if you are wanting to like get some more cash flow going so you can like start reinvesting some more and growing your closet is to run a sale. That's, I know we've done entire episode about running a sale we've given a lot of updates when we ran our last sale that's something that is a good way to like get a lot of items out your door to make room for new inventory and also get it a big infusion of making a bunch of sales at once so you have a little bit more cash flow to work with I feel like the times that we've run a sale at least have like a few hundred dollars then that you can kind of figure out what you want to keep and what you want to reinvest into sourcing new items And then another way to kind of increase your cash flows as well would be to try a new platform. So we've dabbled with this with the different platforms. I think most consistently we're on Mercari, 
as our second platform, but this is a great way to increase the cash flows as well. And just, again, get some more eyes on your items that you already have. I know when we are adding up our totals for the goals update, we're like, okay, that's my total. And then we're like, oh, Mercari. And there's always like a couple things over there too, which do add up. So I think that's definitely something to consider with the items that you already have. True. Cause you already have all the photos and descriptions. Typically resellers, you have like one platform. That's like your main platform that you're putting most of your time and energy in, but it is kind of worth it. Even just for a, like an extra couple hundred dollars a month for your total to just have your same items cross-listed. Cause like you're saying, it's like kind of a little extra bonus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you pretty much like on Mercari, I barely do like any work. I don't make that much of Mercari, but it's like, it does help a little bit. Yeah. Definitely. I already have the stuff anyway. So it's kind of. Might as, as well. well. <laughs> yeah. So those are our tips and tricks for growing your closet, getting more items and, you know, getting a little more consistent sales. So that way you can keep your business moving in the right direction. But like we said, it's something that isn't going to happen overnight unless you have like a shark investing into your, <laughs> into your business or you decide I'm, I'm going to like invest a little bit to, you know, yeah. that's the only way you can really quickly overnight go from like 100 listings to 500 listings is to have a large cash infusion so that you can do that. And most people don't have that. So it's like, you know, be okay with taking it a day at a time. And I think one thing that's been helpful for us too, is like, even just having our podcast and setting a monthly goal, that way you can just keep moving that needle in the right direction, little by little, and you'll be surprised uh, where you end up after a few months then. So that brings us to our last segment of the podcast today, our favorite segment, the goals update Go oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't i didn't participate i did it by myself maddie's solo <laughs> we're leaving it <laughs> all right so what is your goal for september and how is it going so far yeah my goal for september is 3500 uh going a little slow so far but <laughs> i have a lot of new stuff that i am gonna get listed this week that I'm excited about. And this episode's kind of inspiring me to go back and re-photo shoot some stuff. I know I've been talking about doing that and I've done it a little bit, but some of my old listings, they need a little love. So I have some ideas for that. But right now I'm at $522. We're on September 10th. So nice. Yeah, I still gotta make $3,000 in the next 20 days. <laughs> so I yeah. wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna have a turnaround. Facebook marketplace. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, I'll cut that out. Cut that out. No, keep it in because no, I second... meant like I meant like it'll help you. It will help me if I get going on it. So, <laughs> my second goal is to get my Facebook marketplace t shop Taylor J home business back yes. up and running. Um, yeah. So my goal is to be sourcing at least one furniture or home item per week to resell on Facebook marketplace. I have not really started that for September. So this is a good reminder that that's something that I wanted to focus on. I honestly was kind of out of sight, out of mind on that. I hadn't been even thinking about that. So <laughs> that's why I'm glad we have the podcast. And even if you don't have a podcast, like check in with someone on your goals every month. So that way you can remember. <laughs> or like set an alarm on your phone every yeah. week. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I do want to do that. Marketplace. And I was when I have been active on there, it, it, it does help add a few hundred dollars to my sales yeah. total. So um, and I have if you've been listening to the podcast, I have some news The my Jeep is now up and running again after <laughs> being in the shop. So I have no excuse. I can now load larger furniture pieces. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Awesome. My shipping department is doing much better. Just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, so that's something I want to work on. But yeah, I haven't done much on that. That's all right. What about you? So my goal for September is 1400 in gross sales. I'm at 456 right now, which I think is pretty on like, pace. Yeah, we're a third way through and you're a third way there. So you're nailing it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm feeling pretty Woo-hoo! good about that. And my second goal is to mix up the sourcing spots. So not just going to Plato's every week and <laughs> calling it good. <laughs> so last weekend I did this. I went to Salvation Army and I went to Plato's last weekend, which was good. I only got a few things at the Salvation Army. I was really proud of myself. I found, you know, it's just so hard. Like you're going through those kind of racks that are like not curated at all it's just like literally everything under the moon on this rack and you find like an anthropology item and you're just like so excited to find something you know and then I had like a whole stuff like so much stuff I was so excited and then I was starting to check the comps and it's like okay I'm realizing quickly some of these are like older styles or just like not selling for a lot so I'm like having to put some of like the anthropology items back which is so hard like I know (laughs) but I'm really proud of myself I only bought four or five items at Salvation Army and two of them sold have already sold so I'm like okay like made some good choices I think but yeah I'm definitely going to try to keep that up go to some different thrift stores we were even out driving today and i saw like a consignment shop that looked interesting so ooh, definitely gonna try to keep mixing it up with the sourcing so we will keep everyone updated with how this end up for september still a lot of month left anything could happen and yeah it'll be exciting definitely and as always, if you have any question or feed- questions or feedback for us, please email us at sistersuposh at gmail or DM us at our Instagram at sistersuposh. We're always looking for questions to discuss on the podcast. You always always have such good questions. And also, listener wins. If you have something you want us to celebrate, let us know. Definitely. And if you liked today's episode of Sister Sue Posh, Please feel free to head over to Apple Podcast, give us five stars, write a little review. We love reading those. It totally makes our day and it helps other listeners find our podcast. So we really appreciate that. Yes. And if you enjoyed this episode, you could even take a screenshot, let people know, share about our podcast that you're listening so people can hear about it. Definitely. Other than that, I love you, Maddie. I'll talk to you later. All right. Talk to you next week. Love you. Love you too. Bye.